Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Underprepared and Not So Caffeinated Sorry. podcast. I am Liz. Not yet, but a few more weeks. I know. So caffeinated. <laughs> so caffeinated. The second we give birth, we're going to be like, give me a coffee, extra espresso. I <laughs> I've already told, I call it getting cracky. So me and my friends at work call it when you get like that caffeine, we will be like, <laughs> This is when I used to be on at my other position. We had a Starbucks in the building in the hospital, and me and my my, my coworker would text each other. We had like work phones, yeah, <laughs> and we would text each other on our work phones. And be like, "Want to get cracky?" <laughs> <laughs> and it meant we were going to meet at Starbucks. And I can't wait. And I told Grace, I'm like, nah, because when Braden was born, we were in lockdown, so like he couldn't leave the room, right? Or we couldn't even have people bring us food, right? So I was like, as soon as like we're good and we're in our room, I want you to go get me an Italian grinder. <laughs> I want a Starbucks venti with a double shot of espresso, and I just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, t- I told my friend Jen I wanted her to bring me a ray of sushi, a ray, a tr- an array of sushi, because <laughs> I really wanted sushi. <laughs> there you go, and see? I saw some video on Facebook, and it was just like, what moms really want after giving birth, and there's just like sushi all over the hospital room. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I want. <laughs> it's funny, because my physical therapist, who I love, who I've talked about all the time, I should, I don't even know if she knows we have a podcast, I should tell her, because I talk about her all the time. She also said that, because she's, we're the same, we we're literally do like a day apart, and she's like, I want, I already told my husband, I want him to go get me sushi. <laughs> I, like, I don't want that like, much, I, I can't like eat alone. that much sushi, but I will have like a good like roll or two, like that'll be fantastic. No, I just um, want like a grinder, a cold cut, yeah. extra listeria. <laughs> I could totally use a coffee though. Definitely Maybe a cold a beer. Somebody bring me a brewology coffee. Doesn't matter what flavor, as long as it's a latte, I'll take it. Real espresso. I'm but you, for, decaf. for you, I know I'll probably shake because I you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be like I'm not I, having a heart attack. I'm not gonna say I haven't had any caffeine. I haven't had definitely not what I'm used to. I've oh, had no. caffeine and soda. That's not like it's like 30 milligrams. Exactly. And like if I have, if they make a mistake and give me a regular coffee, I won't not drink it. I'll just drink it very slow. Just so How often are they making shaky. mistakes? Um, It happens. I'm not going to lie. It happens, especially going to like Dunkin' and stuff. And I have and, pushed and the limits of my caffeine intake this entire pregnancy. If they don't write it on the the um cup, I don't know for sure if it's decaf or not. So I'm like, whatever. Oh, shit. I don't even get decaf. I just get a small. Yeah. See, I don't like that. I don't like smalls. I got to go big or go home. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever works for you, I guess. I I really am only drinking it because I need caffeine. Yeah. And I have gotten... I, I, the first trimester, I didn't have any because I was very turned off by coffee. And I was yeah. I got into the zone where I did not need caffeine. And then I started being interested in coffee. And now um, my caffeine intake has gone up and up and up and up <laughs> and to the point where I'm like, the baby's going to come out shaking. I might need to stop. I try not to go over 200 a day because that's what you're allowed but there definitely have been days where i've gone over but then someone at work told me she drank <laughs> like an outrageous amount for both of her pregnancies just like everything's fine so um i need to be careful because i started getting caffeine headaches in the morning again i said have you noticed if baby girl is more active if you have too much caffeine no she's active all the time yeah all the time <laughs> same thing with baby boy man he yeah, is i don't know he is difference. one spunky kid already i'm like you are constantly yeah. moving constantly yeah, Although she's ru- she's rough. Answer. She's <laughs> aggressive. I have aggressive babies. That yeah. must be why my membranes ruptured prematurely. Because they really, I don't know what they do in there, but <laughs> this one's uncomfortable. Brayden wasn't uncomfortable. She's uncomfortable. So I'm like, just, you could pop it at 38 weeks again. I'm t- totally cool with that. Just another week early would be fine with me, but I mean, not earlier than that. So I was talking to my sister today, um, while well, I was talking to everyone today, about how your due date is June 9th. 
Um, and I was thinking for some reason that you had to have a C-section two weeks prior to your due date. That's not two weeks prior. That's only a week, right? Um, it doesn't have to be two weeks. They said it's a week. Okay. So when I was, um, when Emmett was breached, I had to be two weeks. I had to be 38 weeks to give, to have a C-section with Emmett because he was breached. So that's why I assumed that it would be two weeks before for you, but I was it's hoping. not. It's only a week. So I'm, I was it's only a week before. I'm kind of surprised. By yeah, that. no, it's a week before. Um, maybe there's a different protocol for breach because you like don't want to go into, although you don't want to go into labor either because you don't. You're not. You're I not don't, but it. I technically can. You can. If go there was an emergency, I can deliver. Right. Oh, really? Oh, they're I, gonna really. They had they told me do, like an emergency C-section. My guess is they probably would, but like if there was ever the point where like my water broke and he was too far, or mm-hmm. he she was too far down. Because, like, there comes a point where, like, it's too late for a C-section. Yeah. There's a certain point. If that came to that, like, I can't not deliver that way. It's just not. There is a, a higher chance that I could re-injure what was injured. Right. So, because I had a third, almost fourth degree, I automatically had the option of not, of doing a C-section. It was no questions asked. Right. And obviously, I chose that. So, I th- maybe that's why. I don't know. Uh-huh. But they had said 39 weeks. Gotcha. I wonder if ever breach because bre- breach also like that's like a that's a dangerous delivery. Yeah. If if you go into labor and that baby progresses fast, that's dangerous. So maybe it's a little bit different for a breach and they want to catch it before. Maybe. I don't know. But so you have one, know. two, three, four, five, six weeks until you give birth. Six, six weeks. Weeks. I and feel like I've been stuck at six weeks for a while now. It feels like it, right? Like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Timing is so weird lately. Um, it's like time is moving fast, but also slow at the same time right now. It is. It's been, but I'm, but I, it's weird because like, I'm like today I feel <laughs> fun story. Um, before bed, well, before Brayden went to bed, I did not put him to bed, but I was actually filling the tub up to give him a bath. Well, Reese gives him the bath. I just filled the tub because I can't do anything anymore. I'm like, I'm so, I can't, it's, bending it's hurts because the position she's in. Yeah. It's hard. Um, and he was in the bath with me and our upstairs bathroom is, is like small it's narrow um and he was in the bathroom with me and i totally bashed his head with my belt oh <laughs> he didn't like hit anything but he was he was just like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like i'm so sorry he's like she hit me <laughs> like i know i'm Look sorry that was fault. Fault. <laughs> like i'm sorry mommy doesn't know how to navigate this um it was but really i feel cute. huge today yeah i know it's really cute this morning um the boys, it was just me and the boys today because uh, Luke had to work. So I stayed in bed till seven. They were watching TV. They were playing at oh, like six o'clock this dream. morning. And I'm listen. I listen to them on and off. I, I fall in and out of sleep. Right. Um. Someone is knocking on my door. Come in. Okay. Maybe not. Definitely. Someone was definitely just banging on the door. That's um, a currently knock. it's bedtime for the kids. So I'm not sure who's banging, but um, so they both come into my room at seven o'clock. Like I had literally just picked up my phone to check my messages <laughs> and they walk in. I'm like, how did you know I was awake? They can sense it. <laughs> uh, so they came in and uh, baby boy was already, uh, hicc- I think he was hiccuping this morning because it was very mm-hmm. like consistent. Mm-hmm. And so I had Emmett put his hand on my belly and I had Hunter put his hand on my belly and they were like, they were so excited. Did they feel it? Yes, they did. And it was like, I was kind of light. So I was kind of surprised they felt it, but you, I could feel it with my hand. So I figured they could feel it too. They were so excited. It was so cute. Um, So they're. Brayden keeps saying he can feel her, but I don't know if he actually can. Luke always has trouble. So like I can never tell. Um, 
when we were in Tennessee, I don't know what I ate, but baby boy was kicking, like really kicking me. Like you could see it. He was excited and to be on so vacation. <laughs> that was like the first time Luke had really been able to feel him. I was like, you need to feel now. And he kept, I kept his hand on my stomach for at least like five minutes and he felt a lot of kicks. So That's I was like, all right, at it least you got to like, stay for a while. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, sorry. What are you uh, drinking tonight, Jess? Um, I actually made my tea. Also, it's pouring so hard at our house right now that yeah, I almost I can hear can't too. hear you over. It's bashing our windows. Um, I made some, I think it's chamomile tea. Um, I'm very tired. I had a great productive day today, but anytime I have a productive day, like anytime I function as a normal human being, like get off the couch, um, my belly gets super tight and mm-hmm. I get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like the Lord wants me to be fat, <laughs> um, but I needed something to just like, whew, we were just busy today. Yep. I didn't go anywhere, but I stayed home and did it a lot. So I made some chamomile tea and it feels nice and warm and the rain is tapping on the windows and my child is in bed, hopefully sleeping. I don't hear him. That's a good sign, but yeah, just a cozy vibe right now. What are you drinking? So because of the constant yucky weather we've had the past few days, Oh, it's been I've, so bad. I've been just trying to find like comfort drink and I really want to drink coffee, but my allergies have been so bad. So my post nasal drip is hurting my throat right now. You know, if I didn't know if it was allergies, I definitely think I'd be sick, but I feel I have no other symptoms besides the fact that I just am super flummy. It's disgusting. Pollen count so, around here is very high right now. Yeah, it's terrible. So um, my throat's been, my throat's been achy. So I drank, uh, started drinking some decaf hot cinnamon spice tea yesterday, and mm. I have literally had probably like six cups this weekend. <laughs> I am just like constantly drinking it. And, and so I'm drinking hot uh, decaf hot cinnamon spice tea by Harney and Sons. My favorite tea. So good. Um, but tonight I added a little salted caramel syrup to it and I made Ooh. like a, like a caramel cinnamon tea and it's really, really good. I would never think to put those two together, but it sounds, you and Luke are so adventurous with your drinks. We are (laughs) so boring here. We're vanilla. (laughs) I bought um, like the coffee syrups at Target a few weeks ago because I wanted to make coffee at home, but I've never even seen those. That doesn't happen very often because I go to, I go to the store anyways. Um, But uh, I have, I got like a sugar-free French French vanilla and then I got a salted caramel one and I've been like adding them here or there to coffee. Do they have a mocha? Oh yeah, they have a mocha. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, it's not like the thick syrup. Like it's not like caramel si- sauce. It's syrup, no. so it's like it's just a little bit of flavor to it. So to sweeten it. Yeah, very very good. Interesting. So tonight we want to discuss um, <laughs> pregnancy myths that we have uh, either think are bogus or believe. Um, so do you want to start with the ones that we believe or the ones that we think are bogus first? Because I have a couple that I believe. Um, I. I let's start with bogus bogus okay what I feel like there are a lot out there (laughs) first one off the top of your head what's the most bogus myth you've ever heard I don't okay so I don't want to say that this is bogus because it's total I think it's a cultural thing and this wonderful woman that I used to work with the CA I loved her she was the best um nurse's assistant for anyone doesn't know um she had told me when I was pregnant with Brayden she was lovely. She used to like always ask me how I was feeling and she would be like, what are you craving? And I, I think at one time I told her like crab rangoon or whatever. And she had said, you have to eat what you're craving. So she was from the um, Caribbean, like Trinidad, um, that region of the Caribbean. And she said in 
like growing up, what they always said was, if you don't eat your craving, your baby is born with a birthmark. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. And Brayden has two birthmarks. <laughs> the, <laughs> technically storks bites. Um, he has one on the back of his neck and one like right above his bum. And it made me laugh because I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> but he does have two things. But she said, yeah, she's like, no, we always eat. You eat what you crave or your baby will come out with a birthmark. That is so funny. Which I don't know if that's a bad thing, but she I don't she didn't like really insinuate that it was bad, but she was basically just like, girl, follow your heart. <laughs> um, I don't have any like big ones that are like are really bizarre to me, but I think the one that I will never believe is that you're pregnant if if the first time you're pregnant is different, if the second time you're pregnant is different than the first time you're pregnant, then you're having the opposite gender. False. <laughs> I agree false. because both my pregnancies were miserable. <laughs> every pregnancy is different, first of all. For those of you who have been pregnant, who haven't mm-hmm. been pregnant, every pregnancy is different in whatever some way. And for Emmett and Hunter, they had very similar pregnancies. I still thought Hunter was a girl because of the way I was carrying. Everyone was like, oh, the way you're carrying, it's definitely a girl. Or mm-hmm. uh, some people said that. A lot of people thought were like, oh, no, it's still a boy, whatever. But uh, I thought it was a girl based on, you know, the myths that everyone said. But he was a boy. And then this pregnancy is like those two pregnancies were very similar. This pregnancy is completely different. I have completely different symptoms. Than I know I you're so miserable two. with me and I love it. <laughs> and exactly. My my attitude is completely different. Um, I'm so, so much more tired. You would <laughs> think I'm having a girl. I'm not. I'm having another boy. And this pregnancy, like I said, is just completely different. So every pregnancy is going to be different. It doesn't matter what gender it is. <laughs> it's going say, to be different. I mean, the proof is also in the pudding here. Where, although, I mean, I'm having a girl. I had a boy. I was sick. I was a little bit sicker this time. Yeah. Um, but um, the only the only truth behind that is if you have hyperemesis. It's hyperemesis. I don't know gar something i don't i have to google in a second um but that's for women who get like so sick they vomit and have to they end up in the hospital mm-hmm. like you wow. get like serious vomiting um where you like dehydrate and it's like a risk to you and baby one of our doctors at work actually got it and you are more likely to get it if you have a girl Interesting. if you're pregnant with a girl they which, do say you get more sick with girls but based on i don't how know how you, true it is though exactly because you had when you had Braden, you were very very sick as well I was very sick. The only difference with this one is I threw up more for her than yeah. I, I did not throw up for Brayden. I probably could have. Reese used to tell me, like, just throw up, just throw right. up, <laughs> feel right. better. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Right. Um, for this one, I could not hold it in. It yeah. literally just came out. Um, so I was a little bit sicker. But like, other than that, I mean, it was pretty much, I feel like I've carried the same. I, I am a little bit more miserable. Maybe the estrogen. I'm a little bit more of a beyond i think the, <laughs> this the, time around because both of us are more miserable i think it's because we're already taking care of another kid i'm taking care of two you're taking care of one so the factor of that That's we're true. tired from taking care of our, our our older children and carrying the weight of this other child i think it's really just taking a toll on us and also you know it's the way that the world is on our shoulders right now because like the world is just a mess all the time so <laughs> it's, it's true like... <laughs> although i'm not isolated this pregnancy which has been nice because no, i was isolated for brayden but it's yeah. been it has been a lot. My mom injured herself. She's our yeah. child care. Mm-hmm. We haven't, you know, that's been stressful. My child is like a wild animal. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's it's a different ball game when you're pregnant with another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was pregnant with Emmett, so this is another myth. Um, everyone, everyone 
everyone was telling me, you're eating for two now. You're eating for two now. And you Ooh, know what yeah, I was doing? No. I was eating for two. <laughs> I was 100% eating for two. And that's why I Who gained told 50 you pounds. That? Well, I guess literally everyone, probably mostly my aunt. I was, was going to say a lot of people do say that. A lot of people true. say, people still say it to me. And like, they do it so that like, I don't feel bad. Like when I do eat a little bit more than normal, they're like, oh, it's fine. You're eating for two. And I'm like, but I'm really not because he's not eating that much. <laughs> it's they just do me. say to up your intake. You're supposed to up your intake. Yes, but by like, Lately. Well, I think the most <laughs> but is like, like good food. 300 to 400 calories. I think by the third trimester, that's how much more you're supposed to add to your diet. Well, it's interesting because they all say something different too. Yeah. So my, they told us right away at our, like our first appointment, you're not do not eat for two you will look like two that is right. false so right. they told us that yeah. but then this time i have gained weight much faster than i did for brayden and i had asked the doctor i'm like what am i supposed to be gaining is it a pound a week and she said eh. she's like really maybe the end of the third trimester but she's like right now you don't need to gain anything right yeah she could have been saying that because i'd already gained enough <laughs> <laughs> she's like girl slow down um but she's like you really don't She's like at the end, maybe, but like not, you really don't need to gain. Just like make sure you're eating yeah. often. I think I read in my um, What to Expect app that the first trimester, you shouldn't be gaining really much of any weight. The second mm -hmm. trimester, either like half a pound every mm -hmm. week or every other week or so. And then by the third trimester, then you really start gaining a pound or so every week because the yep. baby is eating, actually eating. This well, time. I was going to say the baby's growing too. Right. This so, is like the most rapid they grow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was definitely one of the myths that uh, is not true. You should not be eating for two, but don't, I mean, honestly, I also felt the same. Uh, I felt differently the first pregnancy because I was like, listen, I'm pregnant. I can eat whatever I want and I will deal with it after. And after Emmett, I did lose the weight pretty well because by the time you got married, I was already down to my You were looking weight. hot. I was, I you looked great, so hot at my wedding, but I had time to work out. When I had Hunter, I had no time to work out. And I, because yeah, we were in the pandemic, I was eating crap food all the time. So I did not lose the weight. And I never yeah. fully left, uh, lost the weight from before Hunter. So I was, I never got back to my pre-pregnancy weight. So this time I was a little bit more conscious with how I ate, especially the first and the second trimester. But the past few weeks have been really, <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Catch up to me. Catch oh up to my, my weight God. gain. It's my weight, it's, I've been packing on the pounds very quickly and I and Dang I girl. can't stop eating. I can't stop eating. It's I was doing so good. I was doing so good, but that's all right. That's all right. I have I days where I'm it. very hungry. We yeah. I'm nervous about losing the weight again with two. We, we Reese got me a Peloton for my birthday and I'm really hoping it motivates me because when we spend the money, I'll do it. But for Brayden, it took, I was so injured. I couldn't work out for like six months after he was born um, just because of the nature of what happened. And so it was slow. <laughs> and I got, I hit my pre, I actually technically hit it in North Carolina when we went in May, mm. my pre, the weight I wanted to be. Yeah. And then I hit, I kind of like fluctuated from there, but then like finally hit the, the my pre-pregnancy weight and then got pregnant a month later. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if I can get back to it. <laughs> Um, so I, I looked up a couple of, um, different websites that had different, um, myths. I haven't heard all of the myths. I hear them once in a while. Um, another one I thought was really funny that I just saw, I said, um, <laughs> you will be glowing and happy all the time. I don't know who believes that. <laughs> who wrote that? The man wrote that. <laughs> That's a stupid man. People used to tell me that I glow. I, I, I was glowing with Emmett and Hunter and no one has said it to me this morning. <laughs> No one has ever told me I'm going. 
<laughs> no one they can't even lie i'm like and i look at myself and i'm like where's the glow like what define glow for me please what does that mean like, I've, I've heard people say their skin looks good no my skin looks terrible my hair looks terrible my skin I, was this time was bad i feel terrible <laughs> i look like sh- someone actually told me during my pregnancy with brayden this was another ca i worked with who was very rude he was like a nice guy but he was rude and he's like you didn't have to tell me you're pregnant i knew you're pregnant because you looked like for like <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, you're so rude dude wow. he like meant he like he like would he's very crude humor and he's like you've looked like for for weeks honey i knew oh my god <laughs> it's like well rude. thank you i mean i've been vomiting every morning so i know they, they yeah. i honestly think people just say that so that you feel better about yourself um i what have, that you glow or that you look terrible that you look that you glow like oh you're oh. you look beautiful you know don't worry like no because they i they tell me at work disgusting. i look good and i'm like yeah, I feel disgusting, and I know I look disgusting because this is not how I usually look. <laughs> well, my favorite is at work when they're like, "You're all belly," and I'm like, "Don't even lie to me. You know right. I'm not all belly. You have seen me before this. <laughs> this is not all belly." So I do that. Rules are everywhere. I do that Stitch Fix um, membership. So like every few months they'll send me clothes, and oh, I yeah, had postponed it until I had done like a three month postponement or something like that. Or it was like a six month, something like that. So anyway, so I got a new um, box in in April and I, I updated my information to say that I was pregnant and I was just looking for some like comfortable maternity clothes for a few, just for the last few months. So they sent me a box early this month. I tried every single thing on and I hated every single thing that was on me. <laughs> and so I returned it all and they asked you like why, what was wrong with it ever. And I was like, I just don't feel comfortable in anything anymore. And please don't send me anything else. What do they do? They sent me another box. <laughs> They're like, no, we'll find something. And I'm exactly. like, please like, We want you to feel comfortable. So they sent me another box. I ended up keeping, um, I did Can keep you say like, box. I'm pregnant? Yeah, you can update your sizes and say, I'm this month, this far along. This <laughs> they is would my be shocked size. if I updated my <laughs> She jumped 10 sizes in like, two so, weeks. <laughs> so they, I did end up keeping the second box that they sent me because it was more like, like t-shirty things, like comfortable clothes versus like yeah. dresses and stuff. But like the dresses and the rompers that they sent me, first of all, why are you wearing a romper when you're pregnant? That's not comfortable. <laughs> also, also, I don't know about anybody else pregnant, but I pee about 465 exactly. times a day to pull a romper down. Absolutely exactly. not. That is I, not, not practical. I have a couple of rompers. I need pants I got, with a hole in the crotch at this point. <laughs> I have a couple of rompers I got last year and I like that. Not, not when I was pregnant, but like I had them when I was before I was pregnant. And I rompers like are super them. cute. I like them, but I I am a constant peer even when I'm not pregnant. So when I am pregnant, way worse. Like so I'm not, not taking my clothes you. off every time I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> my God, that would take up my whole day. Seriously, like, I wouldn't even be seen at work. <laughs> you might as well just stay home. So um, yeah, so I kept a couple of t-shirts and tank tops, and I can wear those after the baby comes out because I'll still be pretty big anyway. So it'll be comfortable for me. So I kept. That's that. the saddest part, honestly. But it's just like, you're not, I'm not glowing. I don't feel like, I don't feel pretty right now. I just want to get this baby out. I want to focus. Don't lie to me. Don't, <laughs> don't lie. tell me I'm ugly, but don't lie to me. <laughs> just say nothing. Just don't say address nothing. me. Pretend I don't exist. That's me. Just ask me how I'm feeling and I'll tell you. I'll be honest, 100%. That's the sad part too is like, it's not really a myth, but your baby's born and you're like, oh, I'm going to drop the weight. Mm-hmm. And then your baby's born and it's like seven pounds and you're like, what's the rest of the 40 pounds? And it just doesn't drop off like that. Um, Another one looking at this list. um, I think this one's kind of funny. I I actually, I don't know if if it's even considered a myth, but it says you'll have strange cravings. 
I never had strange cravings for the babies. I I had yeah. cravings for things, but they were Same. never strange. For Emma and Hunter, I craved BLTs, which are fantastic. I love BLTs in general. And it's a great craving. For this one, I've been craving fruit. So, like, I don't think that's a weird craving at all. No, I never craved anything weird. For Brayden, I craved milk. Like, crazy. I would drink it with disgusting things. Like, I would <laughs> eat a cheeseburger and have milk <laughs> for dinner, which was kind of... Reese used to be a little nauseated by that. Um, but I never craved, like, pickles and peanut butter. To get, like, nothing, like, weird. And this time, I really just want salad. Well, Somehow I've gained like 35 pounds, it's funny. I really just want salad. <laughs> on a on a normal day, I like pickles. I'm a big pickle lover. I love pickles. So anytime Same. someone at work sees me eating pickles, they're like, oh, it's because you're pregnant. And I'm like, no, I just really like pickles. <laughs> See, that might be a myth that pregnant exactly. women like pickles. Exactly. I don't think that's like a pregnancy thing. I think ice some people just pickles, like pickles. Ice cream and pickles. Who eats ice cream and pickles? I've never heard of any pregnant woman eating ice cream and pickles. It makes yeah, no I mean, sense. Either. I know. Sense. Can someone tell us if you've had weird cravings? Seriously. Some pregnant women do crave like batteries and stuff. That's weird. That's, That's a condition, strange. though. There's something yeah. wrong with you. Right. Like you have to tell your doctor. It's yeah. your like super. There's a. I would <laughs> you have to tell your doctor. If any Even of you are not having pregnant. cravings for batteries, please contact your doctor immediately. <laughs> just, a, just a disclaimer. Even if you're not pregnant and you're craving batteries, <laughs> please call somebody. It's not normal. Um, it's it's some women. I think like there's an iron thing or. Yeah. Let me Google this. Like it, it, you're so deficient. There's a name for it. We talk about it at work. Why do pregnant women crave non-food items? My mom, my mom said for me, she craved... Pica, tuna, which we knew, huh? She craved tuna fish sandwiches and those funny bones, like those Hostess funny bones. I think it's Hostess or Drake or whatever the, the, the uh, brand is. But they're funny bones. They're like the peanut butter yodel things. Um, she used to crave those and I hate funny bones. I think you think they're disgusting. So I hate like, them too. It's so funny that you would crave them for me, but I like tuna. So I'm like, okay, I'll take the tuna. Well, I wonder so, if there's a, so I, I, I question if there's a link because my mom hated, maybe this is a myth. You can tell me if this is true or not. My mom hated, 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 hated pizza. She like, didn't like red sauce when she was pregnant for me. I could eat pizza every day until the day I die and be okay. <laughs> and then, wait, there's, I feel like there was more. That's really not my only, my only <laughs> evidence. Hold on. Hold on. We're doing well. I had more. Um, well, no, that doesn't make sense either. I was going to say, I drank milk for Brayden. Like I could not get enough milk and he loves milk, but that's kind of contradictory to what I just said. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> well, so. Did you find your answer before I go to the next myth? So it is called pica, which we see pica. kids with it too. It's it's when you crave non-pregnancy things. It's it's not abnormal. Like you need to tell someone. Usually it's a nutritional deficiency. Interesting. Some people, other, this is what they crave. This is what you can crave if you have this. Burnt matches, <laughs> stones, charcoal, mothballs, ice, cornstarch, toothpaste, soap, sand, plaster, coffee grounds, baking soda, cigarette ashes. Not it's not like exclusive to those things, but that a lot of those I are feel things like that they ice isn't a weird thing to crave though. I love ice. Like to chew on ice. I mean I guess if you're like eating it constantly. Um if you're craving ice chips, I don't know, maybe. I mean I used to like to just like pour myself a cup of ice chips and just eat it. It can be like iron status, vitamin and mineral intake can be off. And that's why you start cra- craving it. Interesting. Tell your doctor. Yeah. Always. always. Pregnant or not. <laughs> if you Can't want be eating foods cigarette butts. that are not foods, 
please talk to me. <laughs> you are not okay. I just want to tell you. It's okay. You like just, just uh, if you're aware of it. Yeah, that's a good for thing. sure. If that's, that's something thing. that's normal for you. Hey, yeah. as long as someone's aware of it. Yeah. Um. So the eating myth, Um. it says, this one says eating peanuts and dairy can make your baby allergic to them. No. Someone told me that actually when I was pregnant for Brayden. They're like, watch, was... your, watch him come out with a... a, a dairy allergy milk allergy what is it when you can't lactose intolerance yeah i mean honestly almost everyone he did I not know is, everyone i know is lactose intolerant i feel like i think like so actually late. most of the population technically Seriously. is because we're not Seriously. supposed to drink cow's milk whatever <laughs> we're the <laughs> only species it. that like drinks other species milk and not <laughs> our own <laughs> damn human um so so You're i stupid. when um i was pregnant i i wasn't really i, I didn't stop myself from eating like any of the allergen foods because I wanted to have that nutrients for the baby. So I feel like if you don't eat that kind of stuff, then it's probably going to be harder for them. But I don't really know. I know a lot of people that do have allergies and I don't think that there's a connection between eating them and not eating them. Um, I don't think so. But they did say, they say if you expose the baby in utero to more diverse tastes, they will, they could be better eaters when they come out. Right. I don't know um, if that's true or not either, though. Is that a myth? Yeah. So it says there's no evidence that cutting out some foods will prevent your baby from being allergic to them, but limiting your diet can be harmful to your baby as you might not get all the nutrition you need. So that's what they said. So there's no evidence that peanuts are going to cause a peanut allergy, etc. So. I think that's false. Um, the last one I think we should do that's bizarre. Um. Uh, well i'm gonna say this one really quick for all my cat lovers out there it says you should never have a cat while you're pregnant <laughs> i mean kind of but not really so don't care for one this one makes me laugh because honestly cats it, they're just as clean and dirty as any other animal out there um they say it because let me see if i can find it really quick because i just lost it i can't have a house i can't have a cat in the house when i'm pregnant there's no need to give away your pets when you become pregnant however there is a disease called toxoplasmosis that can be mm -hmm. harmful to your unborn baby and you could become infected by handling cat feces so they just say don't clean your cat litter box and i don't when i've been pregnant luke has to clean it <laughs> what happens if you're Sucker. a single mom with a cat and you get pregnant well honestly on days where I have to do it, like for whatever reason, I've worn a mask and gloves and I've constantly cleaned myself out. Like I like wash everything off after. Yeah. I mean, like you're not rolling in the litter box. No, exactly. You're touching, you're <laughs> I mean, literally you're touching a bad. scooper, a scoop, and you're putting it in a bag or a, a Yeah. Box so why is that so bad? It's, I think it's breathing it in, honestly. So just uh, I thought mask. it was the pee. I didn't even realize it was the poop. I thought it was the pee. No, it, it's both. It can be both. Oh. Mm -hmm. oh. So yeah, I don't clean the cat litter box. But you can have a cat. <laughs> my my grandma, when um, she, my mom used to tell me when, I don't know if it was when my mom was pregnant or someone was pregnant, she was deathly afraid of having a cat when the, there was a baby in the room because she thought the cat would smother the baby and <laughs> suffocate the baby. <laughs> she was deathly afraid of it. She was like, you can't have a cat. You have to get rid of your cat. And I can't remember who, I don't know if it was when I was pregnant or if it was awesome. my, mom, my mom was pregnant. I don't think my mom ever had a cat. So I don't even know where I heard it from. But I just know that she was so afraid of cats that she was like telling you to get rid of your cat so it wouldn't smother the baby. <laughs> In the middle of the night. Like, like, oh, grandma. <laughs> I didn't want you as part of this family. Seriously. Wait, there's a funny one that okay. I just found real quick before we go to the positives here or whatever. 
truths. <laughs> if, this is, and I've heard this before. My mother-in-law also has some weird ones. I don't even know how to explain it, so I can't get into it. But this one is they say you can tell if you're having a boy or a girl if you hold a wedding ring over your abdomen and watch what direction it turns. Yes, I've heard that one. I've heard it's that false, one. Yes, obviously. I know. <laughs> People <laughs> wanted me to do it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> my my mother-in-law says that there's a day of the week mm. you can I've heard that too. have sex to, to, to make sure that you get your gender. There is actually like a whole it's book. It's a 50-50 There's shot. a whole book on that because Megan Shut Trainer, up. the singer Megan Trainer. I actually want to read her book. She was talking about it in one of her interviews I saw and she said oh, that no. she wanted to plan accordingly because she wanted to have a girl for her second child. So they were literally planning around work. the days of the week to when they would conceive so that she could have a girl. Did she ever get pregnant again? She's pregnant now and it's a boy. Is it? Oh, see, there you go. Did it even work? See, myth, she just announced it on. The, she, she announced she was pregnant a while ago, but she just announced on the Kelly Clarkson show this week that it was a boy. That's so funny. So yeah, because I'm, it's like a 50 50 shot. Megan, it's something to do with like the sperm that swims faster Megan, in what day they swim. If you're listening right now, I am right there with you, girl. Don't try for the third unless you really want another boy. <laughs> You have to you have to really be okay with having a boy if you're gonna do Having this. two boys is really tough, but I'm here for you. If you'd like to reach out, we could totally be biffles. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, she has um, a book. I want to read her book. I didn't know she had a book. Yeah, it's about it's like all the things that they don't tell you about being pregnant. She's oh, like, I felt I love she's to like read that. And she talks about her we delivery. Do like she a book club with that. I was just Let's gonna say, so we it. should read it and then talk we about should. it because yeah. She, it's all things. She's like things that like no one ever told me. Like all the really gross. She's like I just wanted to feel like I was connected with other moms and all the really gross stories that like come mm-hmm. out of pregnancy. She's she just got real about. So oh, I want to read it. We should totally read that. Reese was just at Barnes and Noble. It just came out. I should have had him look for me. I might go buy it tomorrow with Brayden. We should read it and talk about it. Very soon. Um. All right. So things that we follow. We've got about five minutes left. Things that we believe are true for myths. I'm gonna go off and say the heartburn one. My heartburn. A lot of heartburn means your baby's gonna have hair. I had so much heartburn for both babies, uh, Emmett and Hunter, and they both came out with a full head of hair. Hunt, Emmett had hair. When Why don't I born, remember what your fell out like. a little bit? But Hunter had Great a full head, hair too. full head of black hair. This baby, I've had that not nearly as much heartburn, so I'm very curious if he's going to have hair or not. <laughs> but that's I actually what heart- I believe. It's is a myth. It is a myth, but I totally believe in it. I had moderate heartburn for Brayden and he did not have a lot of hair. Really? No. I had I have very bad heartburn for this one, so we'll see. But I don't I can't really go off of that. I feel like blonde kids come out with less hair than brunettes. Is that just me? I That's a thing, but it's noticed. weird because so when Brayden first came out, his hair wasn't very blonde. It was kind of dark. And I was surprised and the nurse had said like when he's come out, she's like, he has dark hair. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But Reese has dark hair, but Reese was blonde as a kid. Um, but it was just like a little, little, little bit. But it was it was brunette, and then it all fell out and it came in blonde because he got like cradle cap. Um, so yeah, I don't know about the heartburn one. I can't say either way because I don't know yet. I will update That's you like in the only six one weeks, I guys. The only one I believe. <laughs> There's a cute one that I believe. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. Who knows? <laughs> we will never know. But the they say um. This, have you seen what a stork's bite looks like? The the rat the, the birthmark. So. It's super common. Um, the Google it now. Yeah, it, it's like I said. Brayden has one right over his bum and right behind his neck. They fade over time, and the the myth is, if you're if you're spiritual, is 
um they also call it an angel's kiss meaning he was kissed by an angel on the way out oh okay or like on the way down from heaven yeah. or whatever yeah. and Braden has two so i like to think that after his rough delivery he was kissed by meme and my brother i totally believe that so like i'm like that's kind of cute yeah who knows if it's true we won't really know until we die but <laughs> so so don't google it because there's just one demon baby on here <laughs> oh no wait i'm good i think i've seen um, a baby but i've i see you see what you're talking about yeah i've seen stuff like that before i just i didn't know that's what it was called a stork's bite yeah it's his are very his bum one actually didn't fade and a ton. His, his one them, huh yeah he does it's um his the, the one near his neck has faded a ton the one near his bum is pretty is still pretty prominent i think also called like raspberries or something like that like i feel like i've heard like a raspberry those might be more really red these oh, are more okay. like a faded okay i don't know if there's an actual difference um but yeah it was like it was a little bit more red when he came out it has faded mm -hmm. but um someone at work actually has one and she said hers never fully faded but they're cute you can't really see them unless you're like really looking for them but that's what I got. Well, there are tons of other myths out there. Um, I always think they're hilarious. Um, I, I don't, I've never been one to believe in myths, although I do think mythological creatures are pretty cool, but it's a little different. <laughs> that is not. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> Next week, we'll talk about the Loch Ness Monster. Why not? It's pretty cool. I totally believe the Loch Ness Monster. Greek mythology, um, maybe. Uh, but I, yeah, everything that you, everything that people say, it's not probably most likely not true. Um, it's probably whatever uh, worked for them or what happened to them. And um, yeah, it's all you know. So like evidence. the heartburn thing, totally, I believe it because it happened to me. But I, I believe fully believe that you can have a ton of heartburn and come out with a bald baby. Um, so that's true. Well, like I said, six weeks, guys. We'll tell you. Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> because find my out. heartburn is horrific. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not a hole in my esophagus right now. <laughs> I just constantly have acid in my throat. Yeah. So That's maybe she'll have Emmett. hair. That was with Emmett. I was so oh. bad with Emmett. It was terrible. It's pretty bad. It's not so bad for this one, but with my post nasal drip, it's been really bad this week. So, so. I have that's what I have this time. This is the double, and sometimes you can't even tell what's going up and what's coming right. up and what's going down. Yeah. And Reese can sometimes hear it at night. You'll just hear like, <laughs> and that's just the acid coming up, and he'll oh. be like, "That is so gross." <laughs> Imagine being me. Also, quick corrections corner. Mm -hmm. Reese listened. I'm trying to remember what it was. He listened last week. Oh, could we talked about vacationing mm -hmm. and how being the passenger with kids is actually way more miserable than driving. And I said, guys have no idea. Mm -hmm. He wanted to clarify <laughs> that he has offered to let me drive. I'm like, I understand that you've offered. I love that for you. And I'm I'm so appreciative. <laughs> but you great. don't i that, I'm just saying you don't understand because you you I haven't ever driven, so you haven't had the burden of. So it's just funny. Corrections Corner, he it's has offered. It's funny that he's offered to let you drive. See, Luke doesn't offer to let me drive. <laughs> yes, he's like, you I can drive if you want. to drive for him, and he just, like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. No. All right, well, thank you for the That's Corrections Corner, Reese. You're welcome. Yeah. Love you, honey. All right. <laughs> and until next week, maybe we'll talk about Mother's Day next week. What do you think? <gasps> Let's do it. I forgot that's coming out. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.